as long as you can hear me. Except for the fact that I'm breaking everything here. Yes, we can. Wa alaikum salam. Okay. So. Okay, so because I have an event, hopefully we will finish on time, but uh, we'll see how things go. We express our praise and gratitude to Allah Ta'ala, and we seek blessings upon the Prophet So, as I'm pulling all this stuff up, does anyone have any questions about anything at all related to anything we've covered over the past Awesome. Yeah, I think I texted you this earlier, but I also I was thinking more about the the conversation about extraterrestrial life, and um, I was wondering if this was like a almost like a nod from from Allah that uh, we were going to attempt to colonize other planets as we are currently doing now. Okay, explain further. I'm not understanding. Um. So it's it's almost like the more advanced our science and technology gets, the more people find it easy to deny God. Mm-hmm. And so this is like a subtle nod saying like, I know you're going to go to other planets, right? And, and you go ahead and do your thing, but that doesn't negate what's in this book. Uh, I think that can work. More, it's sort of a stretch, but I think that is definitely understood. Uh, whether or not science is developing, there's always going to be the appetite for power and possessions, right? We have numerous hadith that the son of Adam will not be happy until his mouth is full of dirt, right? That you give the son of Adam one mountain of gold, he'll want another one. Uh, maybe, you know, uh, Allah best. Anything else? Anyone? All righty. Let us jump into today's ayah. And this should work. Once again, let me know you can see the Quran on your screen. Very good. Okay. So you've all probably heard this in sermons countless numbers of times. So the simple translation, indeed, 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 Allah and his angels send blessings upon the prophet, peace be upon him. O you who believe, send blessings upon him, and greet him with greetings. Okay. So, and Isa, uh, yeah, let's see if we can get to your question as well. The common response to this ayah, this is an actual instruction, right? This is a command that, oh, you who believe, send blessings upon the prophet, send salawats upon the prophet, peace be upon him. So the simple question, why, aside from the fact that it's a command, why do this if the prophet, peace be upon him, all his sins are already forgiven? 
what is his need or benefit in getting blessings? Ahant. I think it's not his need, it's our need to send blessings. Okay, explain. Um, you know, this is, uh, you know, sort of along the same line of thought as, you know, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, you know, doesn't need our prayers. Uh, you know, the prayers are for, you know, ourselves, you know, and in relation to that, his messenger, peace be upon him, doesn't need our blessings. So, mm-hmm. um, okay. We need, we need to send blessings to him to solidify, you know, like solidify the thought that he is the, the, the window to Allah's mercy. That, uh, okay. So, so we are extending blessings upon the prophet, peace be upon him, for us. So, <clears throat> one second, I'm getting it. Okay, so, um, yeah, and sorry, it's all preparation for this stuff. I'm going to have to run for it in a second. Uh, what else? What else is the effect? Oh, then what is the effect upon us of sending blessings upon the Prophet, peace be upon him? Awesome. Submitting to the will of Allah, like, because we've been told to. Okay, so part of it is just straight up the command. Okay. Contrast, uh, yeah, Shala. I was just gonna, it takes me a while to find unmute every time. Um, <laughs> I, I still don't know where the hand raising thing is, so I'm glad that you can see my hand. Um, <laughs> but uh, so I think that whenever we pray for anybody, like it brings us closer to Allah, right? Okay. I mean, and um, similarly, you know, maybe more so in this case, you know, if it's the prophet, peace be upon him. Um, yeah. So I think it's, yeah, again, about connection, right? One of the ways when you talked way early on about one of the ways to connect um, to Allah and praying for others could be a way as well. So I think absolutely all of these. What else? A purification. Of heart. Okay, so part of the benefit of, of prayer itself. Uh, sorry, I, I think I cut you off. Quran. What else were you saying? Uh, purification of heart. Okay, so just purify. Okay. Soul. Okay. So, uh, Samina's <laughs> iPhone are you speaking? No, maybe not. Someone's being chased. Okay, so the uh, one point could this be like an extension of forming our love for the Prophet, like we already commanded to? Absolutely. So back to this point of praying for someone. Okay, <clears throat> let me give you the whole framework. One of the things that the prophet, peace upon him, tells us to do is if you want to increase love between each other, spread the salam. Have we talked about this in this class? Everything is a blur for me. Okay, no, we have not. So when you're saying assalamu alaikum to someone, think about what you're saying. Basic translation, peace be upon you. But as-salam is one of the names of Allah. Even if you're just saying peace be upon you, you are making a dua for them when you're greeting them. More than that, as-salamu alaykum, you're wishing the peace, the sublimity, if that's a word, of Allah to be upon them. An even heavier dua. 
And the prophet is saying this is how you spread love. Part of it is just, you know, if you have people who are who are being told peace be upon you, that's obviously going to be a beneficial thing. But when you are praying for someone, it is an act of devotion or service to someone. A key to developing love for someone is to serve them voluntarily, lovingly. And the bare minimum of that is to pray for them. So this is a conversation I commonly have with students, especially this time of the year where everyone has crushes on everyone else. I love Harry Styles. I love Zayn Malik. I, you know, so like literally they'll come to my office as they did today and they'll talk about their crush and they don't want to give me the name. So I'll say, okay, let's call him Zayn Malik for, for, for our purposes. And, you know, they're all in love. And then I'll have to tell them, okay, that's infatuation, not, not love. The heart fluttering that you get is infatuation. The love that you develop comes by way of devotion and enjoying the devotion, enjoying the devotion that you're giving to them, making their life better. And then you start developing this feeling that we call low. Okay, so the very minimum of this we're saying is that you're praying for somebody. So this is also a way to develop love for the prophet exactly by way of praying, not just connection, absolutely connection, but the fact that you're praying for him. Now, to add something else that's interesting is by praying to Allah, every time you hear the name of the Prophet, peace be upon him. Okay, pause. Let me, before I finish that sentence, think of all the stuff we've said about the Prophet, peace be upon him, in the last few days. Okay. You know, the way I've intentionally built, been elevating him as far as my imagination can, right? He's still a creation of Allah. He will never reach Allah by virtue of the fact that he's a creation. And thus, that gives me freedom to elevate him as high as I possibly can. Okay. And even then, one of the good questions at the very end of class yesterday was, all right, you know, how do these rate and value? Farad is still more rewarded than everything else. Okay. Staying away from haram, as dictated by Allah, is more rewarded than anything else. But bringing this now back, every time I am praying to Allah for the Prophet, peace be upon him, I am preventing myself from deifying the prophet. See what I'm saying? Like the way you and I, when we hear the name of Jesus, immediately, alayhi salam, peace be upon him. And when we hear the name of the prophet, peace be upon him, how much we elevate him, how much we are in awe of him, we are, by praying to Allah for him, automatically reducing his status in comparison to Allah. So this is another purpose for sallallahu alayhi wasallam make sense and so even the whole you know the misunderstood tradition of maulid milad we're not going to get into like halalness haramness but as long as built into that is celebration of the prophet is actually celebration of his creator then it's a wonderful thing I mean, people do weird things. We're not going to talk about those things. Um, but when you're seeking to get closer to the Prophet, peace be upon him, it is a way of getting closer to Allah's creation with emphasis on Allah's creation. So the greatness of the Prophet, peace be upon him, is that Allah made him the Rahmah of all the worlds. Make sense? Now, uh, when we take this further, when we speak about so, this, oh yeah, when we speak about 
the feelings we have when the prophet gets insulted. What would you prescribe is a healthy limit to the offense that we take to insults of the prophet, peace be upon him? So scenario one, people burn down everything. Okay, I'm guessing no, nobody endorses that. Uh, the opposite end is, well, Christians don't seem to care anymore. Uh, so why should we? Okay. What would be the healthy, happy maximum in between there? What do you think? No one has a clue. Take it as we would injury to ourselves. Yeah. Uh, Jules say praise him even more. Absolutely. Explain why the person's wrong. Okay. And try to try to uh, resurrect his sunnah by acting, following him more. Okay. So you're saying the revenge against insults on him is to become more like him. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Should I feel offended when someone insults the prophet, peace be upon him? Yes, I would say sure. absolutely. Yes, that is true. In comparison to people insulting me, should I be more offended when people are insulting the Prophet, peace be upon him? Yes. Uh, I, know, I don't know what the measurement was. Okay. Should I be more offended by insults to the prophet than I would be if my mother is being insulted. Technically, yes, based on the hierarchy we, we talked about. Okay, what about not technically? It's a lot harder to say yes to that. Yeah, yeah, it is. A lot okay. I think it's Why? a lot harder to say yes to that. Why is it harder? Explain. Than to myself? Because like myself, like I'm not that bothered if someone insults me, right? Okay, fine. But what about someone insults your mom? Right. That's why I'm saying it's harder to say yes than if they insult me. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'm completely missing. Um, you're saying, yes, we should be more insulted by the prophet being insulted than we should be insulted by our mother being insulted. Yes? I, I mean, I, th I think that's the right answer, but I... Oh, you're saying you're not there yet. I'm not there yet. Yeah. Got it, got it, got it. Okay, but, that's, that's okay, right that's answer, but also, like, okay. if we're talking about my mother, that's a hard. Okay. You know. Yeah, got it, got it, got it. Fadlallah. I have to go with, I think that it's okay for it to be equally insulted okay. Okay. when someone insults your mother and the okay. prophet's wife and him. Not to equate sure. one and the same. Yeah. However, when the Prophet himself, you know, has a hadith various times, uh, you know, indicating the importance and the level that with which we should have our mothers at, I'm going to go with equal. Okay. Personally. All right. Anyone else want to chime in? So uh, insult, like uh, you will be offended, like I will be offended. But if you codify the insert, like give some, give the insert some sort of pattern or some color. It will be different for the mother as compared to the prophet, uh, or you, or the gut feeling, or the feeling of the insult mm -hmm. that you are feeling. That will be different for mother 
Okay. And for the profit, but you will be still be offended. Okay. But it'll be it will be different. Okay, so this is a good political answer. So basically, you're saying it's not a linear scale. It'll be a different yeah. type of insult. Okay, nice, mashallah. Uh, what do you all think about Dawood's point? Someone insulting another is a reflection of that person, not the person being insulted. This is also a conversation I have every day with these undergrads who are getting offended by all the gossip that's being spread against them. Why should I care if someone reveals their own inadequacies? So connect his point with the Sita of the Prophet, peace be upon him. We have Shaitan himself, as well as Abu Lahab, who are calling the Prophet, peace be upon him, peace be upon him, Muthammam, messing up his name, insulting him. And then what does the Prophet, peace be upon him, say? I don't know who this Muthammam is you guys are insulting. Sorry. So, totally dissing them. Or we can take the approach of Rumi that you can have dogs barking at the moon. It will not affect the beauty of the moon. Thoughts? Uh, Jewel saying, I can see that working, thinking something is up with that person. If the prophet is insulted, but my ego would be involved if it were me being insulted. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, we're all at different levels. Fadlallah. I would say that is probably the ideal. And that's like a self-actualized person. And all of us should seek to be that way. Um, I myself would try to aspire to such things. Okay. And you're saying you would try, but probably fail. Yeah, but I would try. Okay. So would you go full Pakistani and just think about burning down their family and everything? (laughs) <laughs> uh, no nah, i don't think so <laughs> okay, uh stephanie and then Ahad. so how do we reconcile the the different um narrations about um the arab who come or the bedouin who comes to the prophet and says who's most deserving of my love and he says your mother your mother your mother sure and what he says to omar about mm-hmm. loving him more than himself so we could go with Khurram's answer and say that both of them are the maximum, but different. Uh, I do think the love that a person would have for their mother is different in nature than the love for the Prophet, peace be upon him, that it is indeed not a linear scale, right? In the same way that love for child number one is different than the love for child number two, then three and four and so forth and so on, right? Uh, except in certain houses where one kid is the favorite, right? And that's my little sister. Anyway, so so the point is that uh, I think they're not necessarily contradictions. But if we make it a linear scale, then the profit piece behind them may be higher. Or it could be that that conversation with the profit piece upon them with Omar was in the context of Omar. Uh, and then Dania. Could another way of thinking about this as if we were just, you know, standing here and saying, okay, if someone were to insult my mom as, uh, as versus insult, uh, uh, you know, the Prophet um, you know, I would say the Prophet is, you know, infallible, you know, yeah. his perfection is already established. Okay, Therefore, my duty in terms of the dunya sense is to defend my mother more so than the Prophet Okay. He doesn't necessarily need his defense, but this is assuming you're, 
you know, sincerely strong in this view and sincerely strong in your faith. Okay. So on that note, a question for everyone who says equal, whether they're aspiring for something different or not, the question for you to ask yourself is count how many times you've expressed prayers for the prophet, peace be upon him, in a given day, do you express as many prayers for your mother in a given day? Just a, 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 a thought experiment, right? Does this involve saying, like also involve saying Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam when we hear him mentioned? That's exactly what I'm saying. Yeah. Dania. Yeah. I think it's real. It can't be the same as my mom um, because one, I mean, if I were to pick between Rasulullah and my mom, I would pick the prophet every time. Okay. Um, so <laughs> I, I, I don't think it's the same necessarily. Um, I don't think you can really compare them either. But also on your point of um, being upset if someone insults the prophet, I think it's hard not to, especially. Um, I mean, when there's like deep love and, you know, admiration and um, as we were saying before, just the the amount of times we send salawat to the um, prophet, it's it's hard not to have like a visceral reaction at least. Mm -hmm. But then it, like the, the hadith comes to mind about, you know, the um, seeing something wrong, changing it with your hand, if mm -hmm. not with your tongue that, or if, you know, at least in your heart. Mm -hmm. um, and maybe it by action, um, I don't really know. I haven't really thought about the okay. action part, but. Okay. That's my line of thought. The action part would take Pratash, Judo Karata. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. So answering some of the questions here, uh, are there examples of what the Prophet did when someone insulted someone beloved to him? I don't recall that example, but of uh, insults to the Prophet, peace be upon him, there is a very famous example of Ibn Abi Huqayq, where the Prophet, peace be upon him, permitted some Sahaba. So this is a person who used to lambast, attack the Prophet, peace be upon him, left or right, like insulted him in all kinds of different ways. And the Prophet, peace be upon him, is reported to have given permission to the Sahaba for them to go into that person's house in the middle of the night and kill him. And this, the narrations, there's, there's a book literally about this and studying all the narrations and to the point where the Sahaba gets super, I mean, the Sira, the actual Sira is actually very, very graphic for our modern suburban American, you know, soft sensibilities. But in that case, like they're showing him the sword with, still has the food that the person ate when they you know slammed him so that's what the prophet peace upon him permitted in his generation so thoughts reflections so jewel your answer is correct if you're insulting the prophet peace be upon him then yeah good luck i'm not confident about what you're future or present uh, uh, house. Uh, uh, the the example that you just gave, was that the norm at the time? Meaning of how to respond to leaders? Yes. Uh, that's a good question. It would not be outside of the norm. No, correct. 
This is after the conquest of Mecca. So the Prophet, peace be on him, is the undisputed leader. Okay. Huram. Yeah, that's a point. Uh, so before that, when the Prophet uh, or, or the Sahaba, they didn't have much power in the, in the Meccan period. Mm-hmm. And uh, when uh, Prophet's firstborn male child, he, I think he, he passed away. So some people uh, really make fun of that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. So and then Surah Surah revealed um, Surah Kosa, right? That was revealed on on that occasion, uh, telling Prophet that don't worry about that and this and that. So that was that is the one way of taking that too. When you are powerless, because that was the time when Prophet was powerless too, politically mm-hmm. or so. How to deal with that? Mm-hmm. Um, and and I will go with that approach. Uh, that means regardless, you are powerful or powerless. Um, uh, that um, when someone is insulting your anyone, it, it and, and and it's very hard to like say. Uh, it's easy to say, but hard doing that. But uh, if someone is being insulted, is it's something is reflection of that person, um, and not you. Uh, it is coming out of him, not you, right? And how you respond to that? That is actually challenging. Are you going to react to that, or are you going to respond to that? Mm-hmm. Reaction means that you're going to, you can become some like knee-jerk reaction or some sort of like a very reaction that is impulsive reaction or response will be that you can take us like back and think about it and, uh, and then respond to it. Okay. Uh, if someone, uh, this is a question for everybody. If someone insults your mother or your loved one, try to describe your experience, your feeling? Is it anger? What is it? Is it the need for vengeance? Let's say, let's make it worse. Someone smacks your mother. Okay. What do you feel? Zishan? I was going to say shock. Like, first of all, like someone like starts like doing whatever, right? So it's like, First, you're like taken back. What are you even saying? Wait, stop. Yeah. I mean, it's also person to person as well, like how quickly you react, right? Okay. But yes, the, the, the other example that you gave, I think the sliding scale applies. But I think even some slapping that the person be like a pause and shock. Okay. Then you might do something about it. Okay. What would you want to do about it? I'm not saying what you would. What would be the thoughts in your head? Why would they do that? Okay, so so you go the <laughs> rational approach. Why is this person yeah. striking my mother? That's the approach you take. <laughs> Zishan um, has proven you can take the boy out of Pakistan and means you can also take Pakistan out of the boy. Okay, hold uh, on. So if, if someone will insert, for example, my sister or my mother, so I will feel definitely angry, right? Yeah. And, um, and uh, now, but I will feel grief too. Okay. That uh, because what my anger is suggesting to do insane yeah. things, right? My yeah. anger is suggesting to do like some super stupid insane thing or like okay. go fight with that or kick him or whatever, right? Um, and or burn his house. Okay. Uh, <laughs> but then I will be grief that I cannot do those things actually. So okay. There will be that grief, and oh, then so there will be that the feeling of powerlessness. Interesting. Yes, okay. and then the grief, and and the second grief that 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 still I'm feeling uh, hurt because uh, of the insult towards my loved ones, 
and uh, and and the grief that the whatever the response is mm-hmm. is i cannot do that i should not do that okay. right okay. so there are multiple layers of grief okay so my fellow southsider sara abuji and the name here it's viracha abuji um is responding a bit more forcefully and it looks like fadlola is agreeing with her and it looks like basit is agreeing with her um They'd be, a lot of, they'd be paying a lot of money to the hospital because that's where they'd be for a while. Uh, think of how did Omar react when people were only simply claiming that the Prophet, peace be upon him, died? I mean, he's ready to take people down. And so what I'm drawing attention to, like think back to the eye of following the Prophet out of love and obeying the Prophet. Here we're putting both of them together. The passionate love. If your loved one is being insulted, you will have very, very uh, an impulse to do things you would not normally do. Okay. If your loved one's being abused. Uh, the rational side is exactly what everyone else has been saying which is that, okay, this is inappropriate, but, you know, the problem is you, not me. You know, the problem is you, not the person you're insulting. Okay. And so what I'm suggesting is the aspiration is actually both. Not the rational over the passionate and not the passionate over the rational, but fully rational and fully passionate. That me, if someone is insulting the prophet, peace be upon him, I will be internally, even if no one can notice it, I will be very, very irritated. Okay. Uh, will I do anything? Maybe, maybe not. Okay. Now, finishing it off, because I have to run. Should we have the same attitude? Whatever the attitude is towards the prophet being insulted, peace be upon him. Should we have the same attitude with any prophet being insulted? So think about how commonly Isa is mocked, insulted in our society. Should we have the same level of intensity for all the prophets? Ahant. Um, you know, to be honest, I do feel very, you know, uh, irritated when, you know, Jesus is uh, insulted. You know, th- I was in a situation once with the game called you know, cards against like humanity. And there's, there's obviously certain cards in there, you know, our prophet is in there and there's some other like in prophets names. I would have wanted all the cards to be removed. I mean, you know, obviously, you know, don't play the game if you can help it, but um, you know, that's one of those things, but I would think as Muslims, I don't think we just can't compare our love to our prophet. So some, to the rest of the prophets because he is a culmination of, of all of them. Okay, but still fair enough that the prophet peace be upon him, in some ways we make no distinction that they have the same message in other ways the prophet peace be upon him is the culmination. Uh, should we at least be offended? So let me phrase it this way. When I raise this question, a lot of times people say that's not our prophet. That's not our prophet, that's their prophet. It's their prophet to deal with, but he is our prophet. Quran. 
Yeah, so actually the same thing. It's a it's a cultural context is too. So when the prophet is inserted, is is it has it he has like there is a there is a culture or background like of he will be inserted in some sort of like with the context of Arabic culture, right? Arabs or brown and some some, some that sort of, sort of thing. When the prophet like the pictures of the prophet. Oh, okay, okay, you gotta get it. Okay, yeah. So that and and the and the and the and the when the when the uh, Prophet Isa Islam is inserted, but he's not inserted as Prophet Isa Islam. He's inserted as Jesus, which has a Western culture. Uh, okay. Means the jokes or whatever you know, the cartoons or jokes and that. So that that uh, trigger the so the trigger is different for both of them. Okay. So 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 one may uh, trigger you m- much more personally, not as compared to the other, unless you think about that. Okay, no both are profit mm-hmm. and you have to like uh, rationalize yourself that both are profit in the in the prof- prophetic sense and the, which islam tells us then okay. you you will your feelings may, may change okay. uh, but uh, for, for as outright it will be a different effect okay. uh, for both uh, all right uh, stephanie sarah ikbal um, i think we should uh, be offended and um, Uh, One of the things that uh, this makes me think about is how, um, you know, I was raised Christian and in the Bible, there are stories about the prophets and they are less than infallible. They, they are, they do major sins and they do, you know, it's, it's a completely different um, narration about the prophets. Mm -hmm. And when I became Muslim and realized how venerated all of the prophets are, it was, it was, it made sense that they should be because they're, you know, better, um, you know, they're chosen people and, and everything. And so I think that we should not take it for granted that um, they are uh, prophets and they should be uh, respected as that, sure. as part of our tradition. Mm-hmm. Correct. Sarah. Um, so I think my point was sort of mentioned a little bit by Brother Hudum and also um, Stephanie. Um, but essentially, I think maybe for me, what the distinction is, although I do believe we should all be offended if any of the prophets are um, insulted, I think maybe the quickness to being offended in the case of um, Prophet Sallallahu Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu is that um, like like um, he's like our guy and that like to the truest extent there's no other lens that you really can look at the prophet muhammad sallam through you can look at him only through islam while we can look at isa alayhi salam musa alayhi salam etc through mm-hmm. our lens which is that of islam which is after all of the other revelations have been um brought down and those revelations over time, we do not believe them as to have been unchanged. Mm-hmm. So it's like when people make fun of the other prophets, it's not like they know them. That's how I view it. It's sure. like you're making fun of someone from someone who is not who we know him as. If that so so it's akin, akin to what the prophet Pisona said, who's, you know, I don't know who this Muthamim is that they're, exactly. that they're insulting. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, it's insulting, but it's like, you don't actually even know Moses. Mm-hmm. Like I know Moses. So mm-hmm. I'm not. So that's how I feel. Uh-huh. Iqbal. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullah. So I, I just want to add here that uh, if, if we go to the last ayah of Surah Baqarah, 
last few ayah. Amal Rasulullah Bimaunzilai Leven Dabdim. I mean, the ayah Quranic from the Quranic perspective is very clear that we don't give any preference or anything one over another from the prophet points of view, right? And according to Prophet, in Prophet's own, his own admission that he is no lesser than any prophet, even he, if he were to compare them, he, he mentioned about Yunus salam, who actually was given other way than has been commanded. So that, that perspective, the individual response for any given situation, whatever we have for profit, I think will be equal for any other profits in that sense. So what I mean is, if I get offended by uh, offending profits, then that, that way it equally goes to anybody else mm-hmm. in the chain of profit. Right. Fair enough. Uh, I'm actually going to stop it here. I'll just finish off by saying that the suggestion I have is we should be thoroughly offended uh, whether the prophet peace on is being insulted or another prophet is. Uh, the rational part, however, is addressing what action, if anything, should be taken. The passion should not lead us to passionate action. That will be destruction. But the passion of love for the prophet peace on him should lead us to be upset. Uh, but the rational relationship should be to conduct ourselves with the dignity of the prophet peace be upon him. So, all righty. Uh, tomorrow, the plan right now is to have class. Uh, I have to be someplace else, so I might do class from the car. Um, but um, there might be in the last minute a, an email from me saying we're not going to have class because I have to be somewhere else. Otherwise, we will stop here and we will continue, inshallah, where the next class is. Subhanakallahumma bihamdika nashadu illa ilaha illa anta nastaghfiruka wa natubu ilayk. Subhanakallahumma bihamdika nashadu illa ilaha illa anta Nastaghfiruka wa natubu ilayk. Subhanakallahumma bihamdika. Nashhadu wa la ilaha illa anta. Nastaghfiruka wa natubu ilayk. May Allah tell the word you all, inshallah. Wassalamu alaikum wa rahmatullah.